0: Ryan Pulford. AD Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Rap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics, from the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories. We cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Wrap, YouTube, at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Networks app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. Okay, welcome to another edition of the OMG Strike Zone. Brian Fulford, Kelvin Rozier, Kofi Hemingway, and uh, we are here. Glad to be here. Good to see you another day. Glad to be with you. So much has been going on over the past seven days uh, since we were last on the air. So uh, as the the post and the tweet said, we're going to talk about it all because a nothing happening that we didn't tell you might happen in so many words. Kelvin, how you doing this evening? I don't
1: know, man. I'm conflicted, right? I'm doing well physically. But you know ma'am, you was messing with my emotions, man. True. <laughs> you sure know, that. so uh I'm looking forward to the weekend and hopefully this a uh, W W over Jackson State uh snap snap me back a little bit.
0: Kofi, how you feeling? How you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Uh I'm trying to lay these burdens down, but our, uh uh you know, they keep doing stupid-ish. So it is, it can be a little troubling, but, you know, I know that, uh, what's the Bible say, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. I'm going to have to stand on that one right there. Um, Give
1: me a word. Uh, Give me a word. I, exactly. <laughs>
2: where, where,
0: where, what, 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 what passage did I come out of so the, for the people in the back who don't have their Bibles with them?
2: The scripture says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. That's Psalms 34 and 19. But the Lord delivers them out of them all. So, Psalms 34 and 19. Yes, uh, sir.
1: That'll preach real good, that'll preach real good.
0: (laughs) Well, um, before we get too heavy deep into the woods, uh, let me do the quick reminders. Uh, Hello to everybody on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter watching the show. Uh, Please make sure wherever you're watching us that you hit that thumbs up button. Uh, If you're watching us on uh, YouTube, go ahead and make sure you're subscribed to that Jericho Broadcast Networks. Uh, YouTube page. If you're watching us on the ONG Strike Zone Facebook page, make sure you're subscribed there as well. Uh, at ONG Strike Zone is where you can find us, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go download the Jericho Broadcast Networks app. My JBN. my BCSN is where you can find the show. Well, okay, so a lot to unpack here in today's show. Uh, obviously, you know, I'd like to say we were only going to be talking about uh, you know the the UNC game, how we played, what our thoughts and feelings are. Uh, I'd also like to say that we were only going to be talking about this upcoming game with Jackson State, uh, our chance to uh, sort of uh, a little payback, but but more importantly, a, a good chance to get off on a strong footing in the SWAC. Uh I'd even like to say. Hey, you know, volleyball, we'd be talking about volleyball, although they're not off to a great start right now, but, um, we, we've got to sort of unpack so many layers and, and I'll tell you guys, I just was doing a timeline and I don't know if you guys went back and take a peek at the show notes. I was looking at the timeline of things and I, I didn't even get to Monday night. There's so much stuff that has been going on and happening uh, from the net. Look, for it, it, I got to say, first and foremost, I, I want to give credit on, I guess it was Thursday or Friday, Friday. I got to say thank you to publicly and out front to the, the local media or the factual reporters uh, reporting. Because with so many rampant stuff going on, Uh, you know, my phone was blowing up. I'm sure your guys' phones were blowing up. Um, I appreciate all of the people who were providing factual information. And if I'm leaving somebody out in that, I I apologize. But I know for me, between, uh, Gerald Thomas of the Democrat, Allison Posey of ABC 27, um, anybody else you can think of in there, guys, that you want to shout out and say, hey, thank you for giving factual information, uh, as, as they came across it. Uh, I think Vaughn Wilson with HBCU Game Day as well, providing factual information as they know it. Not rushed, not off rumors, not off speculation, but factual information. And because, trust me, it was a lot of stuff out there, which just fanned the flames. Okay, so uh, definitely got to say, you know, thank you to to them for what they provided. Right. Um, So. I, we can we can start at any number of places with the national coverage but um through all of this I guess let's go around the horn and say what what what's been the first the first of many most disappointing things over the last four to five days for you Kelvin and then I'll go to you Kofi and then maybe I'll give mine
1: that we knew we would be here at some point. When we talked about it here on this show, this here show, back when the previous AD was let go, even while he was still here, but specifically around the time period, he was let go. uh, We started this mantra. We give a damn and do more with more. We had athletes who were rattlers who still are rattlers but they're participating their last year at other universities and they kind of talked about the experience and some of the challenges and the lack of organization what's disappointing is that we knew and we didn't do anything to prevent it So now we reacting to this, to this thing. And um, at the end of the day, it's about leadership or lack thereof. And, you know, Mm -hmm. nobody wanted to do the hard work. We talked about when the alumni association had their uh, meeting here in town. Mm -hmm. Everybody was here.
0: Yep. I've let this thing come up. Yeah, Mm, not at all.
1: Right. You know, the president just got raided for the previous previous year just got rated, had no metrics for athletics none almost got a five out of five. five oh Jesus I mean we people you people say you don't care about athletics because your actions say you don't care about athletics when you have repeated offenses when it comes to compliance when it comes to events when it comes to facilities when it comes to resources you never come with an answer you know it's always about what you can't do what are you doing i see the city of tallahassee and the 10 million they gave us to do the stadium i see what they did i see the 220 club and i see the alumni associations and the things that they contribute to that that made things that uh, made a difference with the athletic department. I see what they're doing, right? But I, I can't. I don't see a a, a a value in our president or our board of trustees and what they're doing to help the situation. You don't care about the athletes. If you do, then show it and show got it. A funny way of it. it. Yeah, prior, show it before is an issue, right? So now you got a bunch of promises of what you're going to do. We don't heard that 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 press conference. I'm gonna let somebody else get get in here, but but that that you know the response to the to the kids' letter and the, and that press conference man, um, was was bull. All right, no solutions. Talking about what you gonna do. I don't buy it. And then we get, and then we got this AD search coming up coming along here. We said we would have an announcement by the uh by the Orange Blossom Classic. That's what we were told on this show.
0: Uh, yeah, by the chair exactly. Person.
1: No rumors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. I'm just reminding people, I'm just speaking facts. You can feel how you want to feel about them. But we're going to tell the truth today. i let Kofi go ahead for now.
0: Kofi? <sighs> well...
2: <laughs> When you fail to deal with the issues, the issues will deal with you. And this has been like somebody who has um, a sickness or disease and they refuse to go to the doctor to do the things that are necessary to get to get the help that they need. They pretend as though the sickness or the disease doesn't exist. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the disease is getting stronger and more connected to the vital organs. All right. So um, we are alive, I want to say really. in in Rattler Nation, we're alive, but we're unconscious. We've been unconscious for some time. And we've allowed the situation to get to the point of just uh, continual dysfunction. Um, And I want to take responsibility for myself because I really do feel that I could have and should have done more, you know, I'm not an authority, you know, I don't have a position, um, but I could have and should have done more, you know, um, as I look at it, you know, as we look inwardly before I go off, I want to deal with me first, okay, I want to deal with me first, because I could have and should have done more, okay, um, I like, to address and go down down this whole piggybacking on my brother Kelvin's first first and opening statement because going to the press conference, Dr. Larry Robinson uh, got in front of the microphone and had the nerve and audacity to say that he doesn't understand why people think that he doesn't care. Well, sir, (laughs) I'm going to tell you why people think that you don't care. Number one, uh, a few years ago, the field house was in impoverished. It was literally about to implode and fall down, okay, literally about to implode and fall down. There was diseased mold on the inside of the building. The roof was literally about to cave in. It's not like you didn't have emails on this issue. The coaches emailed you. Courtney Gaucher emailed you. uh, All these people are saying stuff about it, and you put it on the back burner. Why? Because you didn't care. Now, what happened was they managed to uh, get in contact with brother Rick Kinsey. Rick Kenzie happened to be on campus that day, and they went inside the facility and they took those moldy pictures, pictures of everything that was molding, the roof caving in and everything, okay? So when Rick Kenzie released it on social media, it was downright appalling. Now, this is, again, where it comes back to us, because we should have got on his tail end. It, you have to be Sleep Rattler Nation, to understand that the stadium has not necessarily, has not been renovated. You can paint over it. You can hire uh, whoever you want to paint the stadium. At the end of the day, it was defaulting and literally about to fall down. It was about to be condemned. We've been painting over mess for years. Happy to come to homecoming. Happy to come to the first home game. Happy to come see Southern play. But the stadium was still imploded. It was still dysfunctional. Nobody cared. When uh, Maliszewski and them went through the stadium, you know, and they were getting that report about how bad the stadium was, we should have gone off then. (laughs) We've been having these opportunities to be like, hey, wait wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean the stadium? You know, so if Bryant Stadium is gone, as much as we don't like to, you know, play at Florida State, we would have been at Capitol Stadium. Possibly, or not, have or have the risk, the opportunity for us to have home games. When you fail to dis- deal with the issues, the issues will deal with you. We just had, Mr. President. You said you want to wonder why people think that you don't care. Well, last year we lost eleven to fifteen players right before the Jackson State game. The OBC. Okay, that was our opportunity. To deal with that then. Why is this happening? We should not have had a repeat offense. Then we had APR scores. We weren't first in the nation. Our football team was last. Dead last in the nation with these APR scores. That was the time to deal with it then. We didn't deal with it. We were not sick and tired of being sick and tired. We still allowed this thing to fester. We allowed it to go on. We didn't ask enough questions because Lord knows last week I was sitting up there. I was like, should I ask coach Simmons about these, uh about the eligibility? Cause I remember, you know, uh Savion and the sadness and the frustration that he was having to deal with on a daily basis. These guys have, have fought during the summer. They out there, they sweating, blood, sweating, tears. This is what it's all about. You got grown men crying like a baby because of the dysfunctional nature of our athletic department. We've had signs. These track athletes came on here. Uh, What was the young lady's name that came on here? She came on here and told us, you know, you're like, hey, are you have no. I'm not happy to be a FAMU athlete. You know, I'm I'm really not happy. You know, I mean, you know, there are things that happened that were just, you know, un- unspeakable. And while I love FAMU and the people that are there, that I can't say that, you know, they've taken care of us. Coach Shupa said he's out there mowing the along. We wasn't mad enough. We wasn't upset enough. True. You know, we literally should have come together by about a good 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 of us, and we should have bombarded Larry Robinson's house and been like, sir, sir, <laughs> this here is unacceptable, or his office while he up in there, and hemmed him up and been like, no, you got to deal with this here. You have to deal with it. You cannot change what you don't confront. You can't confront what you don't identify. We are too smart, we are too gifted, to allow us to be this dysfunctional. I had another alum to call me, and he was like, man, y'all need y'all to tell me because y'all ain't Talladega. Y'all are not Morris Brown. Y'all are mm-hmm. Ford AM University. I could see it if it was Talladega with 200. St- I could see it if it was Morris Brown. But the way y'all be walking around here talking about we brag different, y'all can't brag on nothing. I was like, you know what, sir? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I'm saying all of this so that everybody that is under the sound of my voice, because we're about to pick an AD. We're about to pick an AD. And down in my spirit, I am feeling some kind of way. I wish I could say I was secure in President Robinson's ability to just look at the paper look on the paper, discern what we need and go from there.
0: Mm.
2: At this Mm. time, our our nature Mm. has been so toxic, so dysfunctional that I have absolutely no confidence that this man who is a nuclear physicist and scientist is going to look at the information, which is what scientists are trained to do, look at the data and make a decision. Make an informed decision. Make an informed theory. We don't need somebody learning on the job. We need an expert. It is clear. Question, have you served as an AD? Oh, you haven't? Okay, boom. No, you know. All right, have you worked with the NCAA? Oh, you don't have no experience working with them? Okay, no. All right. Uh, what do you know about compliance? Well, I know that. Okay. Well, that's nice. Okay. Well, what were the compliance scores while you were here? Well, you know, X, Y. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next, did you get somebody out of compliance? You did. Okay. All right. How? All right. Here's good. You check that. All right. All right. How much money have you raised? Oh, a thousand dollars. Okay. Okay, yeah, you did about ten thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. This one right here said he raised a million. Million. No, not a million, millions. He raised millions. Nice. That's good. Oh, have y'all built any facilities? Oh, y'all ain't built no facility? You ain't built no facility. Did you build a facility? You built a facility. Oh, look at here. This dude right here is built a facility. Why are we talking? Why is this a lengthy discussion? Well, I hear he's difficult. He should be difficult to deal with from time to time. He's the leader. I want my leader to have confidence and 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 some measure of direction. He don't look like, he don't need to look like us right now. He needs to look like he know what he's doing. Mm. She needs to look like she know what she's doing. But I have zero confidence right now until until it comes out that he's going to do it because he has not done it. So, Larry Robinson, again, I don't have no confidence. People don't think that you care because you surround yourself with incompetent people. Uh. You surround yourself with people who will say yes to you and not call you out on your B.S. You surround yourself with people who are not as smart as you, and that's always a setup for destruction. If you are the smartest one in the room, something is wrong. You, I don't have any idea that you care because you've been unwilling to be insecure enough. Now, again, this happened to the football team. Our premier team in the entire campus, imagine what every other sports team is going through. No wonder we don't have a softball coach. No wonder we don't have a track coach. No wonder we, man, no wonder we don't have a tennis program. No No wonder Mike Rice left. They think you don't care because you don't respond. You had an opportunity to come out and tell us what happened with Courtney. Go say, you didn't do it.
0: Still hasn't.
2: With your cocky ass. You should have told us, but no, you didn't want to do that. Cause you're the president. We so we saw a sleep rattling nation that we sat up here. And the only place we really do post is social media. That ain't going to make no change. Ain't nothing going to happen because I post. It might make you aware of something. We might agree. But at the end of the day, what are we going to do? How long are we going to be sick and tired of being sick and tired? You say you sick and tired. You ain't sick.
0: We keep getting
2: abused. We not sick enough. You're not mad enough. Nope, no. Nope. You're not mad enough. You're not mad enough. This is more than where your little seats are in Bragg Stadium. This is more than you just traveling up. No, this is about these students' lives. Grown men and women, young men and women are crying. Our student athletes don't have anything to eat. They're staying with other people. It doesn't seem like we're in control. I mean, I'm looking like Larry. I mean, let me get my belt. You just (laughs) sat up here. You just sat up here talking all this, all this foolishness about why you think you don't even. You sitting
0: up there lying, talking to people like that, lying. Sitting <laughs> up there lying to you, lying. The paddle, not the paddle, Lord that mercy, not the paddle, Kelvin.
2: Sitting up there lying. I gotta get me a little bit of that too. Sitting up there lying, you don't know why. And what season has is it, courage, Nobody has the courage to tell your ass why. Because they're getting a check. They're getting a check. Then you you allow people who have raggedy behavior.
0: Ah, oh, oh, oh man, they got him. They got him. They. Uh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, Powerful words. I know there there was murder. I want to take a break. Uh, We even hit a point in the show where we need to take a break and come back with some more reaction, more thoughts. Can
2: you
0: hear me? We we got you. We got you now. Finish your thought because we got to go to a quick break. Yeah. You allow people with raggedy
2: behavior to maintain a job. Raggedy performance. I'm like, who is evaluating these people? It is 2022. In 1988, we were understaffed with financial aid. We were understaffed. Why is this continually a problem? Because we're not sick and tired of it. We're not sick and tired of it. We should have been looking at these people. They should have been under evaluation, not to mention the dorms. Man. You got kids Ooh. moving out. Do you don't care? Because I bet your house don't have no roaches, Larry. I bet your house don't have no rats. <laughs> you got the band, you got the band students sitting out there talking about you don't care. They sitting on the side of the curb. Is your wife sitting on the side of the curb, Larry Robinson? When she goes to a weight game, are your kids Uh-oh. sitting on the side of the curb eating a cold box lunch? Do, are you allowing Uh-oh. your wife to ride up and down the road without taking a shower? Would you do that for your daughters? Uh-oh. Why are you doing it to our students? Stop the madness. It's time for you guys to go or make a decision to get better.
0: Uh, with that said, let's take a break you're watching the ONG Strike Zone we done told you some of y'all just now starting to listen we'll be back after these words
3: um can I
4: get the now bar please one dollar have a good one got it hey
0: what's going on
4: hey
0: let me get a now bar sure one
5: dollar appreciate you got
4: it five, five,
6: five, 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 hey
5: is a premium health and wellness tea line focused on bringing delicious yet healthy tea blends to the community filled with an abundance of vitamins and antioxidants we work to blend teas with exotic spices and fruits to produce scrumptious and wholesome beverages so check us out at my that's mymajesteas.com that's m-y-m-a-j-e-s-t-e-a-s dot com my majesty's an urban passport member At Hampton Law, our primary goal is to provide non-traditional yet effective solutions and redefine the approach to client legal concerns. As your trusted legal advisor, we believe in sophisticated, personalized services that eliminate the confusion and complexity sometimes associated with legal matters. Our high standard for client care and concern, coupled with our extensive legal knowledge and skills, make Hampton Law a resource focused on the protection of the client's interest and overall goals. We value our clients and truly enjoy working with them. Visit thamptonlaw.com to conveniently schedule an appointment online. Tamika Hampton, Esquire, 1631 Rock Springs Road, Suite 336, Apopka, Florida, 407-494-1471. thamptonlaw.com
1: as well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports on Dr. DeVille's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watts and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed.
3: Stillman College is an HBCU in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where we prepare students for a different world. Stillman is a college of distinction. For last year and this year, our largest majors are Business and Biology, Followed closely by psychology, criminal justice, and history for pre law, communications, English, and religion. Our newest degree programs are in the Department of Computational Sciences, which covers cybersecurity, data analytics, and math. The Biomedical Academy prepares students for competitive entry into health professions and graduate programs. We have established summer biomedical research internships with major research institutions, such as the University of Alabama, Drexel and Temple Universities in Philadelphia, the Salk Institute in San Diego, California, and the Universities of Florida, Indiana, and Iowa. We became creative with social distancing and masks for the pandemic. Our students enjoy movie nights at the stadium and the new Melissa and Davis Legacy Courtyard where you can eat and enjoy friends. We have the Divine Nine Greek Letter Organizations, Student Government Leadership, and Ambassadors. Our small class sizes, nurturing faculty, and friendly environment let you know at Black Lives Matter at Stillman College each and every day. Applications are free. Sign up at discover.stillman.edu. Complete the contact card and apply today. Stillman College, where we prepare students for a different world.
0: to the ONG Strike Zone, Brian, Kelvin, and, and you better not move. You better not move. You hear me? All right. You hear me? All right. You better not move. Talking to Larry over there? Who are you talking to? Is that?
2: Okay. You know who I'm Sorry. talking to. You better not move. Okay. okay. Hush. Um,
0: Hush. Follow the uh, – make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram uh, at ONG Strike Zone. Go download the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. My JBM, my BCSN on the Google and Apple Play Store. You can find all of our shows on the BCSN Pod Zone. That's BCSN Pod Zone. Everywhere you listen and download the podcast, uh, Google, <laughs> Google, Apple, I'm lost as hell. Spotify, iHeart, uh, all of those places and more. So go, uh, we are part of the Black Color Sports Network. Hey, uh, real quick let's let's get into talking about some of our athletes who are competing let me start with golf first um before we get into talking about the unc game so of course on uh, this past monday the golf team was participating in the uh charlie sifford centennial cup which was put together via the uh 2022 president's cup um and so um For those of you who are avid golfers, you're you're familiar with the President's Cup, uh, which I think plays in the off years of the Ryder Cup series. Um, So uh, the Rattler men's golf team competed as part of uh, a group along with Alabama State and Livingstone College golfers as Team Sifford. They competed against Team Black in this inaugural Centennial Cup. Uh, Interim head coach Mia Campbell said the guys did an amazing job and took care of their business. I'm especially glad the guys were able to enjoy the experience and have fun. The Rattlers played a massive role in the victory as all four Rattlers won their match Led by, oh, I know I'm gonna mess these names up, Kelvin. So if you can help me out here, um, mm-hmm. I
1: use you get your own, oh, my brother.
0: <laughs> what, oh, thank you. <laughs> I, you know, what I wish th- these names, you know, if anyone's been paying attention to the football rosters, they have phonetic pronunciations now next to names. Uh, shout out to uh, Josh Padilla. Hey, Josh, can we get that with all of the teams because some of these teams have harder names? Than the football players. I'm just that's a small bag small ass. Uh, Ayush Bodhale uh, defeated Johnson C. Smith's uh, Isaiah Trolliger with seven wins and five holes remaining. Troy Stribling defeated Texas Southerns Owen Walsh with four and three holes remaining. And Jacob Ayusado defeated Howard's Joshua Siplin with three wins and two holes remaining. Patrick Jean-Pierre defeated Howard's Justin Green with two wins and one hole remaining. Um, that's, hey, look, that's a great, you know, Coach Rice told us that these young men were going to be very good golfers as they as they mature, and you, this may be the beginning of it. Though the Rattlers are back in action on September 26th in the BCGCA Black College Hall of Fame. All right. Moving away from golf, over to uh, volleyball. Tough weekend for our Lady Rattlers, uh, Kelvin. Um, you know, they went out to Kansas State, played out there. They lost uh, those three contests um, that they played in. Um, you know, probably still, uh, obviously, NC State, Kansas State, two of the opponents, of the three our top 50 we talked about it top 50 top 55 ranked teams uh sam houston state we lost two what was the score on that one you recall anybody recall i think it was like it three, was three and two. One.
2: Three,
1: two.
0: okay three two something yeah something like that so that was a close winnable contest but unfortunately we came up short uh earlier this evening they were over uh across the tracks over at florida state uh Final results, Florida State wins those 3-0. Much closer contest, though. We lost the first set, 27-25. The second set, we lost 25-19. Third set, 25-20. So I'd say a great improvement from what I was watching. I don't know. Did you guys get a chance to watch before we jumped on tonight?
2: No. Serena was on.
0: Okay. Uh, How about you, Kelvin?
1: no i didn't i had violin lessons with the little one but i want to say with volleyball now we, we know about the compliance issues with football let's not think that the compliance issues are just football there's other fall sports okay. that have transfers and if you look at the 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 list of uh players you notice that a couple of players uh who transferred in for volleyball didn't
2: participate either
0: have not started playing
2: and, yet and- Right. And, and the thing is, the thing is, why, why would you allow this to be, why would you send somebody over there that was not NCAA certified? Because what I've learned about this entire process is that, and Kelvin can speak on this, is um, athletics compliance is different from the regular academic compliance okay athletic compliance is different from the regular academic compliance that a, a normal family student would go through so wait a, minute,
0: wait a minute hold on say say that again because i just heard the man say he was gonna have all these people over in the athletics all of a sudden helping out so say that again
2: okay now he actually did state to this or speak to this on yesterday okay In in okay. terms of compliance um Athletic compliance is different from regular academic compliance is different. There are a number of rules you have with academic compliance. Uh, The normal student just has to deal with FAMU rules and regulations regarding progression, regarding what's needed, regarding what's required. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, athletic compliance includes the NCAA rules as it as it pertains to compliance. So, you know, the issues that we've had, even with baseball from what I understand, um, were not because our team was not succeeding academically. It was a compliance issue with the way that somebody transferred or moved into uh, a particular school or a major which is why academic advisement for our athletes has to be given by somebody who has already been trained in this area so that these mistakes don't continue to happen. If you care about these things, you, you, you make sure that qualified people do it. It's no different than somebody watching your child. This is my baby. Okay, this is my baby. Okay, so you just gonna let a diseased, maniac handle your child you know they sick you know they got a call but you're gonna let your baby go and be held by that person who you know picks their boogers and don't wipe their tail you're gonna let them go do that <laughs> but that's what we do with with our academic advisement we get tired and this is something that has been just going on the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, okay? Expecting a different result. So we've been sitting here for quite some time. Somebody fails in one department at FAMU for a lack of, uh, lack of productivity in an area, and instead of just letting them go and discover themselves, we don't do that because we want you to have a job. Oh no 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 no. No you 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 messed up in this area and unfortunately we can't can, we can't keep you around. So you've literally got to go. We don't do that. We uh, reassign them to another part of the campus because we got a relationship with them and it's hard for you to say you're fired. You know, I'm sorry. We we decided to go in a different direction. We've decided to go. So we have a whole bunch of people that's moving around that feel secure that fam is not going to let go of me. Fam, you's gonna continue to provide for me? Fam, you's gonna continue to, you know, put food on my table, et cetera, et cetera? Because they love me, and I'm legacy. I'm connected. They owe me. No, they don't. They don't owe you. Shit. They uh, owe you. You owe them. You owe fam. You your very best. And if you can't give fam you your very best, you need to move out the way. Go to TCC. Go to Fort Valley with that foolishness. Talking about, you know, X, Y, Z. Can you do the job? Can you do the job? And there should be evaluations on a periodic basis. I did, going back to Lara. I told you not to move now. All right. Uh, Going back to Lara in these dorms and stuff, you sitting up there. I mean, how do you? We had just gotten Pocahorn Village a few years ago. We had just gotten it. Just gotten it. Wasn't that long. Hadn't been open even 10 years. And you let mold get in there to the point where kids couldn't even move in. It was a big news up, write-up about it. You would have thought that we would have some type of standard going on with all. Some type of standard going on with all of our dorms, with inspection. You would think that, right? Apparently not. Apparently not. We got to do better.
0: Uh, hey, hashtag do better. Uh, hey, um, okay, so finishing up with volleyball. Uh, coming up next on the schedule after this uh, um, for, the, for the ladies, they are actually hosting a series Friday and Saturday. Hosting against Yale. Uh, let's see, Yale. Uh, I guess this is a joint venture with Florida State, but all these will be at the Lawson Center. Friday at noon, they take on Yale. Then at 6 p.m. in the the Center, they take on Austin Peay State. And then on Saturday at 1 o'clock, they take on James Madison. So hopefully this is a weekend where we can kind of get back into the winning groove. It'd be nice to see our ladies get back to sweeping opponents. Uh, three wins, 3-0, 3-0, 3-0 would be great. Um, this Florida State contest should be a very encouraging contest. Start for Coach uh, Gokhan and, uh, and and the Lady Rattlers. So uh, we'll we'll we we'll keep them in our thoughts and prayers heading into the weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna impl- I'm gonna implore you guys. Look, we talk about doing. So- Let's get this game streamed. Hopefully, this game will stream on the internet on on you on Facebook, YouTube. There's no reason why it can't. I know a lot of people, a lot of the key figures will be down in South Florida, but whoever the administrator is still in town, uh, reach out, find a way to get this game put on the FAMU Athletics Facebook page. Okay, let's turn our attention to the game on Saturday night because of all the stuff that happened on Friday, and I was looking back on the timeline, the stuff, the, the guys wrote their letter on Sunday, the big responses on Monday, not only from the lawyer but the school. You got Roland Martin, all these people coming in on FAM at Monday. There was a game on Saturday, and for one, I'd say for about a four-hour period over this weekend, three-hour period, three-hour period this weekend, well, what, what I was going to say is there was a period when, a lot I don't know about you guys, but I got a lot of good text. A lot of people were very pleased, very impressed with FAMU. From what they saw, like a lot. I mean, of course, going into the game, you got people talking smack. You got the Vegas line that jumped from thirty five up to forty five, uh, you know, people expecting a massive blowout given the in- inaccurate or or just the numbers that were thrown out of how many missing guys. So all of that was going on. Right. But I kept telling people, nah, this FAMU team's going to show up this FAMU team. We got enough people that we we still have some parts that will be coming to play. And they're going to play with a lot of pride. And we're going up against an opponent that's still learning themselves. Offensively, that team is very young. That team with a young quarterback, young running back. They got one good, one dominant receiver. And, you know, all of a sudden they found a tight end game. But anyway, that was more so a product of our defense. But I came away really excited to see what Jeremy Musa did. And I think Rattler Nation came away very excited as well. And it just gives us new optimism and hope uh, for this upcoming weekend against Jackson state. Uh, Kelvin, your, your impressions from the game, maybe three takeaways or three things that you really enjoyed about Saturday's game against UNC.
1: First thing, um, thank you. uh, Football players, support staff, coaches, team, for how you uh handled the situations. I stand with you in terms of uh you voicing your concerns and speaking out. And I appreciate that you in the end decided to play the game and I'd applaud you the at the level you played the game. It was impressive. I can understand if we didn't have as in as good of a um game based upon everything that was going around, but y'all blocked it out enough and compartmentalized everything. And you went out there on that field with that orange green on, and you represented yourselves well, right? Um, I was extremely impressed with that performance. Um, it's, a, it's a performance for me just because of the circumstances, but also with you know what we did, right? So first takeaway, um, I got to give Musa credit. He hadn't played in three years. And um, even Matt Brown said, you know, that they weren't expecting him to start. So they really didn't blitz and, 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 you know, and do a whole bunch of man and so forth. And um, he stood in there and he found his weapons. We know we got weapons. Both in the backfield as as well as out wide. We got him in space, as a matter of fact, right? And we saw we saw some of that. And he did his job. He didn't try to do too much. You know, he had the one miscue, which is gonna happen, you know, before the half. But I don't even put that on him because uh that place should have never been called. We should have ran the ball out before the before the half and went in twenty one to fourteen. But uh he 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 was impressive. Um, so that's that's takeaway number one. Um, takeaway number two for me was the, you know, um, no surprise, Zay being Zay, you know, ten catches. Um, and but but as a group, that uh, why was the, no, the offensive line. I'm sorry, that offensive line being shorthanded and playing against five stars and four stars on on UNC defensive line without the normal depth that, that you would have and then and you got guards playing tackles, people out of position they were awesome their seated expectations that offensive line you know and then we got two guys hurt by half and we still put 10 more points on the board in the in the in the in the, in the uh second half so i mean coach henry uh and, and, and that, that O line, those those guys were awesome. And I guess uh, my third takeaway is um Rattler Nation as well as the, the team and, and the March 100, they they did what they they do, right? We brought Florida and and uh what family is to North Carolina and we put it on a national stage. You got a UNC band dancing. <laughs> and it was, I thought it was a beautiful, I thought it was a beautiful moment, frankly. Um, I saw clips where, you know, the, the band was on, you know, on the, on the campus of a pregame. And and um, I saw, you know, we had a nice contingent of rattlers at the game. And then, of course, the team played excellent, man. And I just thought it was a, that part was what makes FAMU special. And Fanu football season special, we represented in every way, so I was really proud of 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 just all all of that. And um, my only concern coming out of this game is uh, the offensive line guys don't look like the two that got injured look like it's it's serious enough where they meant they they won't be participating for this game for sure, and maybe one of them not for the season. So now getting these other guys cleared and. Getting those guys reps and stuff is takes more of a uh, important role now. So I'm I'm interested to see how that play out. And um, then uh, as, as well as Musa was and played this week weekend, we know that he's going to get blitz, and we know we're going to get man coverage. Mm-hmm. So do it again. If, if, if we if, if, if I, I will say this. If our offensive line play and our quarterback play gonna be at that level all year, um, preventing injuries, it's a wrap, folks. The Rattlers are swag champs and the celebration bowl champs. If that's what we get, yeah. And this, this this game this game go a long way to to telling us that part of it.
0: That that might have been one of the most impressive performances we've had against an FBS opponent since 1979 I, I I mean honestly it's actually the I think so, I read somewhere that it was the most points that we've scored against uh would you would you say a 1a slash FBS opponent uh so uh, so so much encouraging things came out of that Kofi what are some takeaways three takeaways that you had from that game on Saturday
2: I want to say the uh, of course Musa Musa was uh, was amazing. Um, I was also happy to see our wide receivers make plays. They they showed that they they were quick, they were fast, um, and they they held on to the ball. Um, I was also happy to see uh, that's two. I want to say I was also happy to see the way that our guys just really 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 competed. You know, a couple of fourth downs. Uh, North Carolina had an opportunity to convert, and we stopped them. So, I mean, when you get uh, that type of effort from your guys, it's just really, really, really inspiring. And we played for just – I mean, it was 35-24 going into the fourth, and if Terrell Jennings does not fumble the ball, you know, we're still kind of like hanging around a little bit. You know, they converted our turnovers into touchdowns. So if you take those 14 points away – from stuff that shouldn't have happened, that did happen, you know, it would have been, uh, uh, I want to say, uh, even a more competitive game. Just imagine if we had everybody what that game could have been and what it would have been like. We'll never know. And yeah. that's the sad part. Yeah. Now, yeah. what I will say is what one of the things that impressed me that I wanted to impress upon us as Rattler Nation, like never before, we've got to support our teams, guys. I mean, our kid. I'm not talking about definitely football. We got, we know we got to be there. Okay. In fact, at the football game, when the boys come out, we need to be locked up. Everybody just need to lock arms because that's what they do. We need to lock arms to show solidarity and unity that we stand with them, that we with them. Everybody this, you can just be like this. Bam. We with you. That's what needs to happen. In addition, we need to be with all our athletes because you know, no, 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 that if this is happening with football, imagine what the other sports are going to. We owe them the support. We owe them our resources.
0: Yeah, well said. Um, You know, for example, I I just heard somebody uh, and I just saw somebody in the message asking about cross country. Cross country hadn't started yet, uh, to my knowledge. I don't think they start until September Um, So that's why you haven't seen anything from cross country just yet, but uh, all of our sports, I mean, I know, I know, for example, softball is going to go into their fall season soon. Um, You know, we've seen, I've seen some videos of the basketball program starting workouts. I'm sure baseball will have fall ball. All uh, well said, Kofi, all of our athletes need our support. Um, I was encouraged to see the letter from the, you know, young lady, or I—I won't even want to credit to one person, but it looks like the residents of uh, of the housing uh, Polk Horn, I think, um, or was it Palmetto? Would, would, I saw you retweeted Palmetto. Earlier, Kofi. Was, it,
1: was Palmetto. it Palmetto?
0: Yeah, the students of Palmetto. That you know, and, and and that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Look, there isn't a you know, I the hell I'm, I'm you know I was going to get to my quick points uh, about the game, but I while we're talking about it. You know, you've got an emergency board meeting being called, board of trustees meeting coming up on Friday. Uh, We'll talk about that on the other side. But um, I I will say quickly again, Kofi called us to action back in the summer. A lot of people kind of heard it, let it go in one ear and out the other. We called you to action again in August, early August to write the letters. And you heard our letters. You heard my letter. You heard Kofi's letter. And so I don't know how many of y'all really took us up on it, but there's still time. There is still time to make – you should be flooding the Board of Trustees inboxes, all of them, all 12, however many there are, flood their inboxes with your letters. The email address is right there on the website. You can go to our Twitter feed. We put put the link there before. Go to our Twitter feed. It's there. You want me to repost it? I'll retweet it again for you. Send your letters, people. Make it known. When they have this board of trustees emergency meeting, because now all of a sudden you got national media, national attention on you, now we got to have an emergency meeting to talk about things. Things that should have got talked about Back when you had the meeting in Orlando back in early August, you should have talked about it then. You should have talked about it over the summer, but now nah, you wanted to you wanted to, to, to dress up and pass out checks and and pop bottles. Yeah, great. Unity. Well, unity. Unity was the key word, right? Unity. Yes. Okay. <laughs> unity. Well, look what unity got us. Unity got us looking like it, anyway. It got us in this Liz. point of looking bad.
2: The uh,
0: on national, uh, 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 on a national scale, yes.
2: Um, the great Miles Monroe said this, and it has stuck with me for the rest of my life. He said that whatever you mismanage, you lose. Whatever you mismanage, you lose. Why are we keeping people around to continue to mismanage our stuff? It's beyond me. Let that sink in. Whatever you mismanage, you lose. There should be a penalty for mismanagement. What is it? You know, we 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 are so afraid of change that we're willing to keep the dysfunction. We're so afraid of what's out there that we're willing to, <laughs> to deal and keep the dysfunctional stuff around. And we can't do that, man. We got to we got to step up.
0: Um, well said. Let's take a short break. Come back on the other side. I, I will finish my, my quick little takeaways from UNC. Um, I want to give some props to an alum that uh, wrote a great piece, I thought, in the uh, Tallahassee Democrat. And uh, we'll start looking forward to week one and maybe speculate on what this emergency board of trustees meeting uh, might look like. All right, that's my cue to go to break. All right, you're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment.
4: Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling. Before we can safely come together, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines.
1: Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your family.
6: Let's face it. Shopping for insurance can be time consuming. That's why when it comes to your auto, home, and life insurance needs, make things simple and trust the experts at Allstate. They will help you get the coverage that fits your needs while helping you bundle your life, home, and auto policies. Bundling saves you money, sure, but it also saves you time so you can enjoy the things that matter most even more. Contact me Tammy Haynes, your local agent, for a free personalized insurance quote. Allstate, are you in good hands?
0: This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at Wrap. YouTube, at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts, like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Networks app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show.
2: This is Coles Brown, letting you know that we're on the move. You can now catch the Coles Brown Show beginning this July on the Black College Sports Network each and every Saturday from 11 to 1 Eastern Time. That's 10 to 12 Central Time. Same time, new place. On Facebook at the Coles Brown Show and Black College Sports Network online at www.mybcsn.net
5: and on the BCSN app, available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. Q-Time is our classic Atlanta soul food restaurant located in the historic West End. Q-Time Soul Food is a family business started by Fred and Christine Crenshaw. Come on in, relax, and sink your chops into our tantalizing, mouth-watering, distinctive soul food with a twist, the Q-Time way. 1120 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard or call your order in at 404-758-2881 Do you miss your mama's cooking? Then come on down to Q Time an Urban Passport member
7: Bounty versus the Old Family Dish Towel Drying with a fresh sheet of Bounty leaves your hands cleaner than a used dish towel that can carry and redistribute food residue. So ditch the dish towel for better hand hygiene Bounty, the quicker picker-upper
3: Shop Melvet Online Women's
6: Boutique to spice up your closet with trendy unique looks. We have fashionable and chic looks at very affordable prices. Melvet Boutique offers free shipping all year long on all orders. Shop online at www.melvetboutique.com. That's com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Shop Melvet Online Women's Boutique.
0: to the ONG Strike Zone. Brian, Kelvin, and Kofi, uh, pleased to be back with you, reminding you, go make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ONG Strike Zone. Uh, we, you know, we're just three guys who've been telling it like it is for a long time, and, uh, and finally, folks are listening. Um, I, one, my final quick takeaway from FAMU UNC game, and I I love the fact that we threw the ball. Jeremy Musa threw the ball to 10 different receivers 10 different receivers caught a pass and then xavier smith caught 10 balls for 78 yards that i can't remember the last time i mean probably somebody's gonna look this up and tell me oh it happened last year b what are you talking about but i it it feels like a long time since we threw to 10 different receivers that caught a pass he was 28 of 38 and we left some out on the field too uh, as you guys pointed out um in terms of running the ball um, I really like the Jennings, AJ Davis, McLeod. Uh, you know, th- those guys did a great job. DeAndre Francis even got in there. Jeremy uh, Musa got some runs in there. I-, I mean, I just like our ability there to to run and pass. And, and we were just talking about it. We were missing uh, Kamari Young, who should be our starting tight end. He's one of the guys caught up in the those issues uh, that are happening. So we, we were missing him. Uh, defensively, Isaiah Major nine tackles, uh, leading the team. Uh, a tackle for loss. Uh, Timothy Williams Jr. eight tackles, all solo. Kendall Bowler six tackles, um, five solo. So those are the uh, a few other guys. Uh, Johnny Cheney and uh, Kamani King with six all. So that that's kind of our. Our top uh, tacklers there. You know, I will say it was kind of disappointing. I guess maybe give credit to North Carolina's offensive line. I, I would have liked to see us get to the quarterback, but given you know our leading pass rusher was not there. Uh, you know that to be said. It is what it is, right? Um, but uh, that that's what concerns me this upcoming week with uh, Jackson State. I feel like we do have pressure. On We have to find a way to make him comfortable, especially if we're going to have our defensive backs playing, playing up. Uh, Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Charles Bishop of the pregame show and Dr. Cavill's inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Um, Obviously, things in Jet. Look, we have problems at FAMU. Jackson State is dealing with problems in Jackson, Mississippi. Those who haven't been paying attention, they are dealing with a water crisis uh, involving their city. And it's having effect not only on students, but the student athletes. Uh, Jackson State supposedly is supposed to be traveling to Miami tomorrow. Florida A&M is already down in Miami. Jackson State is supposed to be traveling tomorrow. I'm sure for them, it, it, it'll it be a bit of a relief, but it's a relief with their thoughts on their Peers, families back in Jackson. So both teams are coming into this ball game sort of with issues cl- o- over them and clouding the, just the good nature and the great happy, happy, warm feelings that everyone is going to supposedly be walking into hard, hard Rock Stadium with. You're going to be thinking about all these other things. Uh, so being able to compartmentalize that will be very important. I got to give a shout out real quick, guys, to Vaughn Wilson. Uh, a special to the Democrat that came out Monday, the twenty ninth. Um, the headline reads: "Quote: We are tired of it. FAMU alum challenges President Robinson to support athletics compliance." Um, and I believe uh, Kelvin, you worked with Vaughn, I believe, in the athletic department during your time there. Correct. Um, yes. so Avon's first couple paragraphs and, and those, if you didn't get a chance to read it, I, I don't know if it's on the paywall or not. I mean, I, I, I'm a subscriber because I want to, I, I want to support guys like Gerald Thomas, the who, third, who's covering the hell out of FAMU athletics and football. And so I'm, I'm, even though they stick a lot of his stuff behind the paywall, I'm, I am signed up. Uh, I'm there. But uh, Vaughn's opening paragraphs read, it's past time for Florida A&M President Dr. Larry Robinson to take charge of the academics of athletics. It's amazing that I have had to remix this column at least twice over the last decade. I have said the exact same thing and predicted the failures that come along with an NCAA Division I university that does not take the seriousness of athletics of athletics academics and compliance as a priority i can probably save myself time by just changing the date of the last time i wrote on this issue and it will still be relevant today uh, he goes on to talk about history repeating itself from uh the 2019 when uh family was hit with multiple infractions um uh, in fact because of that, we ended up doing what? A self-imposed ban, which actually cost us uh, a a trip to the Celebration Bowl that year because we self-imposed ourselves uh, during that period. Um, he even goes back to talk about how back in 2017, when uh, how the uh, Rattler Productions were under the direction then of Milton Overton had they had to work along with Seminole Productions and had to work with just to say hey we don't know everything we're not claiming to know everything let's let's work with some people who have worked in in, in this field of doing what we're being asked to do and let's get some help. And so he he talks about that. And I'll and I tell you, Kelvin, what I found interesting is that's one of the things that is hurting a lot of HBCUs, uh, especially as the new streaming deals and all these other things were being put out over the last couple of years. Conferences were putting and asking these schools to do things that they just weren't prepared to do. They weren't ready for what was being asked. So, Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this, Kelvin, because you've been in the office. You've been there. Uh, We were talking about how during your time in athletics, (laughs) we amazingly had a staff of nine, I believe was the number, between academic and compliance people. The two departments that everyone's been talking about of late has two people in it currently, right? We used to have Nine, six academic support people, three compliance people, and that was as far back as what five years ago, Kelvin? Six years ago? Take it from four there. Five, Take it from there, if you would. Four believe.
1: or five years, yeah,
0: yeah. And that was a result of, and how did we get there? And how did we lose that? If you can, I don't know if you can talk on that, touch on that, if you would.
1: So we were already on the NCAA, um, uh, inquiry because of, uh, APR compliance issues and so forth. And, um, we also under, I think Milton's on um, term had applied for and received NCAA grant for low resource institutions to help with, uh, support services. So, um, under Dr. Easton's leadership and, and um, Kendra Green, who was over compliance uh, and they got me involved uh, to follow through with some of the, the facility stuff. Um, we took that NCAA money and and we actually tried to be professional and, and do what, what what needed to be done in order to put the University Athletic Department on Sound Foundation so um she staffed up her area with three ncaa certified uh people to include herself uh, from the compliance side um and um these people had experience at conference offices at other universities um and and they were ncaa certified people and that was a fight because uh the university Wanted us to utilize uh, in-house resources that weren't certified, uh, like what they're trying that, to do now. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just, and, just. I thought I'd and, ask. And, and, yeah. and, it, <laughs> and it was a battle, I'm but uh, <laughs> to Roddy's credit, uh, that was one that he did fight for, and uh, and so ultimately uh the university didn't influence that aspect of on the academic side we had a person who uh was over that area who also um was NCA certified and, and, and an athletic person now he did have some university resource under him but because he was ncaa certified uh he was able to help uh catch some of the things that maybe would get through the cracks of people who weren't nca's c- certified so i mean it, it was just a concentrated effort you got to remember the NCA was coming and giving visits um during that time we also redid the entire um gave the office complex area with furniture and a honors wall they had all our 4.0 student athletes uh the student lounges were all redone the compliance area the, computer labs so there was a focus but the focus came from the ad and his administrative team you, you hear vaughn in his article talk about how he went to over to florida state um, when we found out that we were going to do some streaming stuff uh at you know and, and so he as a professional you know even though he had some experience he wanted to see how uh, other universes were doing it and what resources it were, were required. So what I would say is there was a team of people who were not only passionate, who were competent, but they're professionals. And, and where, where, wherever they were weak, they made sure they strengthened themselves. You know, they didn't say what, what what we don't have. You made things happen. There was action. and And that's my issue with kind of, you know, where we are right now. Um, there is no action, and there's a bunch of talk. And uh, in the meantime, the student athletes and the support staff and athletics, as well as the head coaches and players, they, they're not being served the way they should be serviced.
0: Um, the, this emergency, let's – coming up here at the bottom of the hour, Charles Bishop's coming up, so we're going to talk about the Jackson State game with him get the uh inside scoop on what jackson state is doing um things of that nature but kofi um, I, I wanted to come to you and ask um and i just had it on the tip of my tongue um so i, I apologize for losing it there um go to oh board of trustees emergency meeting let's speculate uh, because this, it, it, I, so I talked to it, I, I talked to somebody who um, connected, um, and what I found interesting is things that you started to see from FAMU communications, press releases, stuff that we kind of look at and are like, what are we doing? What are we doing? But anyway, a lot of reaction to national media. ESPN writes a story about the five-page letter from the players. All of a sudden, you get the communications letter uh, on Monday night uh, from Keith Miles uh, about how 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 great and how what we're doing positive. Roland Martin comes out and 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 calls out Dr. Robinson on his show. And all of a sudden, we're going to go down to the field house, come down off the high hill, and go down to the field house and talk face-to-face with the guys and and figure out and get a real sense of of how passionate they are about the problems. Okay, let's do that. Uh, And now we have a board of trustees meeting, emergency meeting. Just two weeks after they had their two- to three-day kumbayas, I'm sorry, a two- to three-day a uh, session a work session I'm sure with Dr. Robinson. What what can we speculate this to be about Kofi? What what do you see coming out of this meeting on Friday morning? I believe it's 10 or 11 a.m.
2: Well, from the um from the agenda um the main portion of the meeting is going to deal with the state of family athletics. Um, so there are a number of different things that are, that it could also include, including where we are in the AD search, search. um, uh, obviously, I mean, I would, I'm already not confident in this board of trustees, but I do them, I do give them somewhat credit of hopefully being reactive if they don't ask any questions in regards to what happened and how do we get to this point and what's being done, they're not, all of them need to be removed. I still think that all of them need to be removed, but you know, they need to be removed um, from the spot, you know, and uh, but it's, it's really about the state of family athletics. I, uh, I'm hoping that they will really, really, really do their job, do what they are assigned to do, um, which is provide oversight. And hopefully somebody will have the courage to at least make a motion. Um, Hey, I would like to, um, I would like to vote on the vote of confidence or deal with the vote. I would like to propose a vote of confidence or not confidence in Larry Robinson. Um, following Robert's rules of order.
0: Hmm, That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting if, if that actually happened, I I don't feel I, I, for some reason, I don't feel confident that that will actually happen. Uh, You know, the last time we tried to last time, there was supposed to be a vote of no confidence. It got pushed back in the back in the back room somewhere. Underneath, uh, underneath a, uh, an, a a program on a table. Did that make sense? That make sense? Could you hear I, me? I, we yeah. missed the last part. Yeah, we, we missed the last part of what you were saying.
2: No, somebody needs to make a motion. I move that Larry Robinson be removed as president. All that agree, say aye. aye. <laughs> you no, know, I you know what I'm saying? Just something to that effect. And, um, you know, so... Something formal needs to happen. More than likely, it's just going to be an open reprimand, um, because they got to deal with the dorm issues, too. Um, He's not going to get fired. But unless, unless, you know, the NAA president and the National Alumni Association and all of us really, really, really get to a unified spot where you know we we literally say enough is enough, but we're not there yet. Hey, um, uh, he's never know. really even been reprimanded about anything. Does he have any open reprimands in his file?
1: No, no, he has a bonus okay. on the way.
0: Got a bonus? Mo- <sighs> well, wow, ridiculous for that, for that four point for that four point eight four point yeah. four rating. Is that what the bonus is for?
2: Well, yes. the football letter went to the board of governors, and that's also the reason why I probably suspected they have to call this meeting because the board of governors. Next time we come to there, come to them, they're going to have some questions, you know, because the football players sent that letter to the board of trustees and the board of governors. That was smart. That was a smart play. Very Look, smart. We play. don't, you know. When I first met uh, Doctor Robinson, we had a meeting. He, he literally was like, you know, we've got a bunch of family employees and stuff that one of the things that bothers me is um, how they uh, they 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 have total disregard of the protocol and they immediately go to sacks. And so <laughs> I said, well, it sounds like people don't have confidence in the people that are in charge. And They probably feel like they're petty. They probably feel like they're going to take it personal. and. There's no need to have a um what do you call it? A protocol. Uh if if they're not gonna honor or have any honor or integrity behind what they say or do. We don't trust the people that you put in charge to oversee us. We don't trust it. And we don't trust you. So we go into SACS. And if it shuts the university down, it shuts the university down. That's what happens when people get fed up.
0: You know, um, Look, we, we've we talked, and I think your opening s- spoke to this word and the problems that we have. I, like I see people, uh, I don't know who was it. I, I saw somebody mention something about Recreation. I think it was uh, Chuck Hunt. I, I, I don't know what the whole nature of the comment was. But we're past worrying about what others think about how this is going to affect FAMU. We have to get out of that. It's almost to the point, guys, where I'm going to tell you what, if you got to burn it down to rebuild it right, I'm sorry. And I'm not going to lie, I don't know about y'all, but there was a small portion of me that almost wanted the boycott. I tried to do some research of the Grambling boycott from 2013 for their facilities uh, and the conditions that those players went through. I I for for there was a part of me that almost wanted the players to hold on and not go to Carolina because if you want because nothing else has worked nothing else has awakened people's consciousness about how serious it is. Go ahead, Kofi.
2: Yeah, so if you don't
0: mind, Kelvin, do you have a
2: Bible near you around you anywhere on your phone? And uh, Brother Brian, if you don't mind, can you look up the word systemic for me,
0: please? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm going to look up right now. I'm going to do a quick little definition of the word systemic. Okay. If you have your Bible, Kelvin, go
2: to Ecclesiastes chapter number three and verse number one.
0: I'm ready with the word you systemic. Got systemic? Go ahead, sir. I do. Go ahead. Systemic. Okay. It, it, it's an adjective. Relating to a system, especially as opposed to a particular part. Uh, now, it, there's a physiology here denoting the part of the circulatory system concerned with the transport. I don't, I don't think that's what you were looking for, right? Uh, no, no, no. The systemic. Transporting- it's a systemic
2: issue. Say it again.
0: Okay. So this is as it relates to physiology, denoting the part of the circulatory system concerned with the transportation of oxygen to and carbon dioxide from the body in general, especially as directed from the pulmonary part concerned with the transportation of oxygen from and carbon dioxide to the lungs.
2: Last one, look up system while my brother Kelvin pulls up Ecclesiastes 3. Start at verse number two, brother Kelvin. Start at verse one, because that's key. Ecclesiastes 3, verse number 1. A time for everything? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Keep going. It's a time for everything.
2: A season for every activity under the heavens. It's a time for everything. For every act. It's a time. Read, sir.
1: And a season for every activity under the heavens. It's a period, a, a period of time. Go. A time to be born and a time to die. Read. A time to plant and a time to uproot.
2: Stop right there. There's a time <laughs> when we put seeds in the ground, and there's a time when you have to pull up stuff that's not supposed to be there. Read.
1: A time to kill and a time to heal. It's a time some to stuff tear that down. Needs to be
2: killed. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait stop right there There's some stuff that needs to be killed on the highest of seven hills read the bible a time to tear down and a time to build stop right there it's a time to tear down and a time to build Mm. Mm. people rattling nation
0: Uh there's
2: a time to tear down a time if there was ever a time to tear some ish down this is it this thing needs to be torn down. The way that we lead, who we have over us, it needs to be torn down. You can't build on top of mess.
0: I don't want to hear the that. Po-
2: in the movie Poltergeist, they built the house on top of a graveyard and the whole family was affected.
0: Preach, tell them. They
2: couldn't Tell sleep. Clowns waking the children up out of the bed. They TVs didn't understand cutting off. Why? Because they built on. on top of something that they weren't supposed to build on top of. How long, man? are we gonna build on. on top of mess?
0: Come on. This
2: Come is on. a time to tear down. And move. So go to Jeremiah chapter one and verse ten. But I'm and I'm gonna stop again. This right here, we've got to understand what it means to tear some itch down. The way that we're doing we have a systemic problem. The system is not working. God thought of enough of us to put different systems that did not interfere with one another so that we could live. The respiratory system does not interfere with the circulatory system. They're independent of one another, and they work together. Jeremiah 1 and 10, read.
1: You want to start with 10? Yeah. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down. Uproot.
2: Tear down. To to destroy and overthrow. We need, stop, stop, stop. We need this stuff to be destroyed. We don't need to see this ever again. We don't see need to see this amount of complacency ever again. It needs to be destroyed. The nepotism on the highest of seven hills, hiring friends and hiring people that clearly are not qualified to do a job. It needs to be destroyed. That mindset needs to be destroyed. Read.
1: To build and to plant.
2: Uh huh. We can't notice again you build and plant after stuff has been what? Torn down. Destroyed and
1: overthrown. Uprooted and torn down. Oh man, the devil busy. They done
0: got him, Brian. Hey, I, I got I got you here. Uh he asked for what is a system. A set of things working together as part of a mechanism or an interconnecting network. Also, a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done,
3: Uh a standardized
0: framework or method. That is a system. Um, The system is not working. It is. It ain't working. It ain't working. And working. y'all can continue. Y'all can, can we can continue. <coughs> to, we go, if, 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 as, as Kofi just said, if you don't burn it down, if you don't bring it down now, and it, it's a hard reality, folks, because, but, but you know what? I'm going to go back to something Bill, uh, uh, Coach Simmons said himself. He said it to the 220 club. We've been here before, fam. You. It's a shame. But we've been here before. He said it. He said it. He didn't know that he was going, that the words were going to be used in such a manner. But he did say, we've been here before. This ain't the first time. That sh- want- We shouldn't want to be. We shouldn't want be to be, be here. It's been 30-something years, folks. Maybe 20. At least a good 20. We shouldn't want to be here. here anymore.
2: Look, man. I'm we are a blue blood.
0: Face. We are a blue-blood program. Yeah. We should be one of the premier programs academically and athletically in the nation. We shouldn't have, we shouldn't, We. what's going on shouldn't be going on. And we can worry about it affecting recruiting, whether we're going to keep our coach. I'd be, I can live with losing all of it If I know it's going to be rebuilt, rebuilt right, because God going to look after FAMU, FAMU is going to be okay. We will rebuild it. We're not talking about
2: tearing down all the buildings in the universe. We're talking about the mentality and the people that we've we've allowed to be dysfunctional for a long time. For us to be comfortable with this high level of dysfunction is ridiculous. You cannot build with trees in the way. Move the trees out of the way. They knock them down. They uproot them. They, they move all that stuff out of the way. They clear the land so that there is room to build. There's too much of hey, us and, in the way. Too
0: much foolishness in the way for us to build. We got to do this. All right, and, moving on. And I'll tell you what, the the you know, the sad part is whoever comes in as the athletic director, if, look, you're either going to go along to get along or you're gonna to try to make a change. Now, which one are you gonna be? There's six candidates out there. You either gonna go along to get along, or you gonna come in and try to make and the sad part is, you know, the person who's hiring you, you know, come on. That's part of the sad part about this. I mean, I understand that's your boss. That that that's that's the tricky part of all this.
1: It's not you know? that tricky though, Brian the reason it's not that tricky because every two or three years you got a new new ad anyway right no matter who the president is because of the dysfunction that has been institutionalized within the university so it ain't the risk no there's a bigger risk of not doing anything the bigger risk is getting along to get along there's very little risk honestly in my opinion in trying to right the ship because whichever way you go, two to three years, our history has been since the last 20 years, two to three years, it's going to be somebody else in the chair anyway.
2: We can get five, five
0: good years. At least Hey, five. um let's, uh, let's transition because our guest is here, and it's time to start transitioning over to talking about this Orange Blossom Classic matchup with Jackson State. And I believe uh, we've got Charles Bishop preparing. To uh, come on the show with us right now, of course, Charles is a part of the pregame show, uh, a show that uh, does a excellent job of covering Jackson State University athletics. They are highly uh, immersed in everything is going it, on. Is it D or D? Well, they 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 <laughs> they, they, hey, they I call got, I it I here we go. Say. Here we go. They call it V, and only because I love Charles and I, he's a part of the Black College Sports Network family. That's the only reason I I will give it his proper. No, I mean they they, they, they the, the pregame show does an excellent job of providing great coverage for folks who want to know what's going on with Jackson State University athletics and football. Uh, so we can go ahead and uh, bring Charles in now as Charles is in and there he is live and direct uh Charles Bishop how you doing my friend
4: hi guys how are you doing it's a pleasure to be on with you
0: yes sir yes sir we we appreciate you taking time to come in and join us as we get ready to do to do battle with uh Jackson State University again the OBC remix uh First off Charles, um, you know I know you are from the Jackson, Mississippi area and I know everything that's going on in Jackson has got to be um, got to be hurting your heart um, and, and you may have friends and family probably still there. What can you what's the latest that you can share with us about the situation going on in Jackson, Mississippi as it relates to uh, water and, and things of that nature?
4: Yeah, uh, well, I think one of the things that has, has come out is the community has really rallied uh, to really provide water to those who, who need water. Uh, I've talked to quite a few people, and it seems as though uh, it's affecting the city in different ways. Uh, uh, my mother uh, has not had any water pressure issues. Of course, uh, she's been boiling the water and things of that nature taking all precautions. But uh, the water pressure issues have seemingly uh, happened in, in various places. Uh, uh, various points within the city, so uh, there are some areas that haven't been affected by water pressure, but it, it is a, a citywide issue. Boil uh, water notices all over the place, and uh, and uh, we're not sure about how long you know they will be going through this sort of, uh, for lack of better words, calamity, if you will. But uh, uh, it's it's a tough situation, but uh, people are making the best out of it.
0: And I'm a, I'm under the impression that it's also affecting. Uh, Jackson State students overall, not not just Jackson State athletes, student athletes, but the entire student community as well?
4: Yeah, I understand they've gone to virtual learning uh, uh, because uh, the uh, coolant systems that are on campus uh, are you know have to use uh, water, so uh, but water, of course, is contaminated, so uh, you don't have air in buildings on campus, so they've gone to a, a lot of I guess plan Bs, if you will, there on campus. So it is affecting students in various ways. Uh, Jackson State uh, football team, they're uh, staying at a hotel off campus uh, until they leave tomorrow for the Orange Blossom Classic. So uh, a lot of plan Bs and plan Cs and plan Ds going on right now in regards to uh, trying to get through this water crisis.
0: Right, right. Uh, I mean, with all the, with all the, with all the things going on, I mean, here we are trying to ask these young men and coaches to prepare for a, a, a football game. Uh, so, I mean, with with that said, how? And I, and I hate to use the word distraction, but uh, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word, let me let me maybe use the word challenging. How challenging then has this been for the coaches and the players? Well, how, how has this affected their 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 preparation and, and planning
4: uh it's been a challenge but it hasn't affected preparation and planning they have uh uh continued to go through the paces with regards to getting ready uh for the orange blossom classic and uh you know uh, probably more film work uh but they've been out on the field so they've been able to continue to uh i guess and i put this in their quotes, be business as usual uh Despite everything going on in the city, but uh, nothing has changed the preparation. Nothing has changed the planning. Uh, they are still fully focused on uh, heading down to Miami and trying to take care of business.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna toss it over to Kelvin Charles. Why, you, if you can, for me, kind of maybe shake your, shake the wires on your headphone a little bit. I'm hearing just a little bit of a digital static there. Coming through on your end, or maybe your end. But uh, go ahead, Calvin. Jump in there with your questions.
1: Yeah, Charles. So since Dion has been there, um, a lot of changes have come to the uh, program. Uh, I look at the locker room um, and the in the, the field turf and so forth, and the practice facilities. And um, now you've added, you know, since le- just since last year, you've added a lot of talent. You've added coaches who've been head coaches at lcs level you got you got consultants uh mm-hmm. who've been head coaches nfl college level um he's really oper- operating that program wow, as a about- lcs program so I'm, I'm just wondering uh since you got a first-hand look at it uh-oh did he freeze
2: yeah, we may have we may have, he may have That boy look
1: frozen, boy. He
0: frozen. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that yeah, he know he knows Sunday give
1: him, coming.
0: Give him a, <laughs> give him a second to to shake out the uh the cobwebs. Uh, I know Charles is just kind of getting into the uh to the office there, so we'll kinda pick it up here. Um of course this is now the uh I think this is the fourth meeting between FamU and Jackson State in the orange blossom classic uh, the first two meetings going back as far as 1961 and 1962 uh, in which ironically Jackson state won the first contest uh, in 61 fam won the second contest in 62 and uh, here we come back 40 60 years later go uh, go ahead and finish up with you I don't know if you heard the question Charles from uh, from from Kelvin. Yeah, kept well, repeat was,
4: it again. I lost
0: you. It. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was centered around
1: all the different things that uh, Dion is doing with the programs, just in the last year with adding the consultants uh, who got NFL experience. Uh, you know, the coaching staff. You brought in a new coordinator. You have an infusion of talent. Um, so just just talk about um, that whole transition from what the program was prior to Dion and, mm-hmm. you know, the things, you know, with the crowds, you know, and just every element, he's so detailed in every element of his program. Mm-hmm. And just, just talk about what is, from your view, what it's been like to see that transition from where y'all were to where y'all are now.
4: Uh, it's been uh, tremendous to watch. Uh, uh, the thing that I, I think I start with this, the crowds have never gone anywhere. The crowds are a culture. Uh, that is part of Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson State football is is uh, uh, it's what you go to do on Saturdays in Jackson. Uh, so the the crowd part was there, but uh, Coach Prime is instilled this mindset of, of 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 dominance, and along with dominance comes swagger. Uh, so what you are seeing is the swagger of the old Jackson state, the swagger of the Jackson state in the eighties and the nineties that has come back to this program. And I think that's the biggest thing that really jumps out with regards to uh, what he's done with this program. It is a mindset shift uh, in terms of becoming the the Jackson state that we once were. So uh, it's been huge. And it's been, it was a tough, you know, five, six years or so to kind of watch what Jackson state football had become and, and to see it, uh,
1: do this 180 has been nuts short of remarkable. Yeah, yeah, we definitely can relate to it here in Tallahassee too.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, Kofi.
2: Man, so I've got so many ties to Jackson. Um, Jackson was where I spent uh, a lot of my summers uh, hmm. with my cousins uh, over there on Hanging Moss Circle. 411 Hanging Moss Circle was right where we Not used nothing, to be nothing. my...
4: That's not far from huh? me in North Jackson. That's not far from right. me over so my, North Jackson. Mm-hmm.
2: My cousins went to Callaway High School. They were Callaway Chargers. I participated in a little summer band program. Ira Vaughn was the drum major at the time and legendary. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So but, you know, back then they were he was still in high school and they would just do the whole get ready thing and that sort of thing. <laughs> but my thing is <laughs> they be you know, they'd be doing their little thing. But really right now in terms of uh, what needs to happen for our HBCUs to really take the next step. I know uh, Charles McClellan has talked about this comprehensive plan to one day um, transition to uh, the FBS level, and he wants to do that together. But what's the reality of where we are now and what do we need to do comprehensively to get to the FBS level?
4: I think the million-dollar question is, is your infrastructure in place? Uh, you know, are you ready for what all FBS encompasses? Uh, and, uh, you know, that's uh, an HBCU-wide thing. Are, are, are your athletic administrations fully ready? Uh, to be all all in with regards to everything that it means to be FBS. Uh, in a lot of ways, right now, I think Coach Prime says that the same things that you shed a light on that are the positive, well, that light will be sh- uh, shown on the negative as well. So I always ask the million-dollar question is, are we, are we all ready to actually do this? I, I know it's something that Commissioner McClellan wants to see happen, and I, it's something that I do think it happen. But uh, from a mindset standpoint, you know, our athletic administrations from uh, our, our, our top down, from the president to the athletic administration, they have to be ready for this move. They have to be uh, ready to move forward in a progressive manner and to think in a progressive manner.
2: Thank you.
0: Hey, do you uh, – I, I know one of the things Coach Prime has talked about, doing better business. How we do business, I heard him say we have to do be different. How has he impacted the the athletic department from that standpoint? I mean, you, you all can look at and see the issues that Florida a is dealing with today. And there have been other schools in the SWAC that have dealt with administrative issues and athletic issues, whether it be Southern University or Grambling. Uh, they have all had issues over the past 20 years. Um, what has he done or how has he changed – the mindset of how business is done at Jackson state?
4: Uh, That's a great question because I think it's, it's, it's one part common sense and then it's one part thinking outside the box. He is a brilliant, uh, uh, business mind, uh, from a standpoint of understanding the brand, understanding the value of the brand and understanding how to leverage the brand. So uh, I always marvel at, uh, the, the bravado that he takes to the to the uh, to the boardroom, if you will, and I think it's something that we all can you know can sit back and, and kind of take a look at, and you know a lot of things that he that he talks about are common sense sorts of things, but it, and maybe it's the delivery or whatever the case might be. But but he also thinks outside the box. So I, I marvel at the the way the duality that he's able to you know take a common sense approach and yet still think outside the box and. And just help us start thinking in a a little bit different manner. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Go ahead, Kelvin.
1: So my next question is centered around the game. But first I want to ask, did you watch, fam, you in the UNC game? And just kind (laughs) of give your thoughts there. And then project, based upon what you've seen out of Jackson State, uh, uh, you know, the strengths, the weaknesses, what you think will play out Sunday between the two teams or uh, what you're looking for?
4: Well, obviously I'm looking for a Jackson state win. Uh, uh, no doubt about that, but I was extremely impressed by Jeremy Moose. I mean, when you take a look at him, 28, or 39, 279 yards, a couple touchdowns. touchdowns, but uh, the ability to, uh, with, I think everything going on, you know, he looked very composed back there, looked very confident back there. I think he hit uh, 10 different receivers uh, and, you know, he, I was impressed by the go-to man, Xavier Smith. He was able to get the ball in his hands. So, you know, I, I think offensively they, they they looked fine. At point, one point, that game was twenty-one to fourteen, uh, and you, you had that sort of turnover that really kind of uh, shifted the momentum there before halftime. And uh, depth kind of wore things down, wore family down, I believe, in the second half. But I, I was extremely impressed by uh, what I saw from Florida and rattlers. Um, I think one of the things that I'm excited about with Jackson state uh, is the amount of new faces that everybody's going to get an opportunity to see Sunday. Uh, I think that's one of the things, of course, uh, I think as fans, we tend to do two things. We tend to our, our last impression of what we saw a team do that becomes our perception of who they are. And I can tell you guys now that there are a lot of new faces. Uh, On the uh, offensive line in particular, I know Jackson State fans especially want to hear that part, but uh, there's a lot of new faces along the offensive line. The receiving room uh, reminds you of the Florida A&M teams of the late 90s with all that speed uh, that we used to marvel uh, that you guys had over there on that side of the ball, but uh, the receiving core is is uh, something to behold. And then from a defensive standpoint, I think a lot of people have asked the question, you know, what are you going to do in terms of uh, replacing the production of a James Houston who had 17 sacks with Jackson state last season. But if you have uh, a defensive line where you have multiple people that can get, you know, five, six, seven, uh, potentially eight sacks, uh, you've replaced that production. So I think there's a lot of excitement with regards to uh, definitely on the uh, offensive side of our receiving room, uh, the new offense coordinator uh, is uh, excited about getting some of these athletes in space and, and letting them work in space. And then uh, from a defensive standpoint, uh, Dennis Thurman <laughs> uh, is, uh, I think, going to do his best to uh, kind of confuse Musa, uh, to try to uh, get him uncomfortable back there and let the chips fall with him, man.
0: Go ahead, Kofi.
2: Man, so what's your prediction? Though, what you feel like to happen? Though, what you feel like to happen?
4: The theme uh, has been to dominate, and I think Jackson State will uh, definitely go out to to, to uh, uh, go out and dominate. I think they have this extreme chip on their shoulder, this boulder. Uh, they've heard everyone talk about them since the Celebration Bowl, and you take your hats off to South Carolina State. Uh, they did what they had to do in the Celebration Bowl. Uh, they took Jack. Uh, three turnovers from Jackson state in their own territory and they converted. And that was something that the SWAC, uh had not done. Uh, no team in the had scored more than 21 points on Jackson state until that game. So you take your hats off to South Carolina state. So uh, I think there's a lot of excitement with regards to going up against this family team and you know, all the speed that I've seen in camp uh, to actually see it go against an opponent. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting uh, good things for Jackson state.
0: Um what uh what percentage would you give us uh as as in regards to Travis Hunter what what percentage 100% likely to play 50 75 as much as you could share what do you think
4: mm-hmm. uh i think you'll see travis hunter <laughs> yeah
0: you okay
4: okay the percentage, okay. Uh, the uh, per- the all percentage right. is uh I-, I think the percentage oh, you is, know what uh,
0: I don't only like even know why he even asked that question. Some, some, some
1: questions, some questions Come you on, have it, to ask. It, no, no, it's showtime. You know he's gonna be there. I,
4: well, I yeah, uh, what percentage? I think there's a better than average chance. How about that? I like that.
0: Okay, so better, fifty-one percent or better. Now, okay, so see people in the chat room react. So fifty-one percent or <laughs> better likelihood you're gonna <laughs> see Travis uh, I, I like get the, it, the likelihood
4: that
0: you're going to see it. <laughs> 51% yeah, or better. Look, I like that. That's what you can ride that all weekend, Charles. Everyone I ask you just say <laughs> the likelihood 51% or better. Hey, um, I remember a couple of names that came out of the first meeting, and I'm going to ask you to give us some names to watch. I remember Niles Gaddy uh, from the first game. Ridiculous all over the place. Uh, I remember Shadour, uh not Shadour, uh Shiloh was a name. Two names that stand out for me from the first game that maybe people talked about, but we really didn't know what we were going to see, but they just really blossomed. Give us a couple of names, maybe on the offensive side and the defense, that you expect us to know after uh, Sunday's game.
4: Oh, no doubt. Uh, I think you'll know Shane Hooks. Uh, 6'4", 220-pound receiver on the outside. Uh, I think you're going to know Malachi Wyden. I think you're definitely going to know those two names. Defensively, you mentioned Niles Gaddy. Uh, The work that he's put in over the summer, uh, he, his body has transformed. Uh, so I'm really excited about Niles uh, coming off the edge. And I think uh, Aubrey Miller is another name that you're going to you know, become well acquainted with. Uh, he just flies all over the place uh, from his middle linebacker position. Uh, he's a hitter. Uh, he's looking forward to getting out there. And then John Huggins is another guy that I think you're going to uh, be uh, uh, well acquainted with. And then uh, from a special team standpoint, you you can't forget the special teams of Jackson State. That has been a calling card. That's been a hallmark of what they've done uh, over the 21 season. And I think that's uh, going to be huge for Jackson State in this game.
0: Alright, um, last question for you Charles uh, Jackson State no, hold on, let me rephrase this FAMU will win this game if they do what? Or this?
4: Uh, I think with anyone, not just FAMU, but you have to create turnovers uh, I think uh, that that's the name of the game is uh, to try to create some turnovers but uh, I think that's one of those things that coach prime has, uh, you know, the standard is a standard you protect the football and uh, that is, you know, going to be something that uh, a hurdle that I think any team is going to have to overcome uh, in terms of uh, trying to create turnovers for this team. But, you know, um, you know, any given day, I think that's the name of the game with sports. You try to create turnovers, you try to create extra possessions for yourself. So uh, a nice, Fun question, what does you have to do? I think it's what any team has to do. I think any team that Jackson State plays this season, they have to try to create some turnovers and create some extra uh, offensive opportunities for themselves.
0: Well, so see, see, guys, that's a professional. See, I'm trying to find ways to get him to admit <laughs> yeah. certain things, yeah, he, and he—he he, he looks he like Walter bad, Payton he, out there dancing, hey, dancing, hey. dodging, <laughs> spinning out of question. <laughs> hey, hey so you,
1: that was you a nice question. Agonize him a little more. <laughs> you know, we ain't talking about trash today.
4: <laughs> you know what? I, I think the fun part, and I'm, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh to seeing you guys down there in Miami, but you know Jackson State. We we love to banter with our opponents. That is what we do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that that's the fun part. Everybody wants to banter with Jackson State fans. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: I I tell you what, man. I, I, I'm I I don't know if I can go another three sixty-five, uh, Charles. So we'll we'll see what happens on Sunday. I'm gonna wish you and 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 uh Neely and, and the rest of the pregame show. Uh, safe travels, and uh, Jackson State wishing them safe travels, and uh, we're we hoping that everything in Jackson, Mississippi uh, gets better. You know, I, I you know I, I said sure. this coming in at the beginning of the show, both, we got a game where both teams are kind of coming in with other things other than football on their mind, so you know, it's yeah. kind of interesting asking players and coaches to really think about a game while other things are going on in their around them but uh so that that's sort of what we got in front of us so proper perspective but uh, we'll keep yeah
4: and and likewise uh from a jackson state perspective i mean at the end of the day we're we're opponents on sunday but we're one big hbcu community so uh we definitely uh send thoughts and prayers with regards to uh family being able to work through their crisis if you will and and we're confident in, in due time uh those things will take care of themselves
0: Amen. Because we, we're we're hoping that everybody is at full strength, able to play at their best, because you know we we don't we don't want to hear we don't want any excuses after after Sunday. We want the best, best versus the best. And I, I think it'll be a great contest if we get that. Uh, but uh all right. So Charles, uh you safe travels down to uh Florida and uh appreciate you coming on and joining us tonight, all right? Thank
4: you, thank you for inviting me.
0: All right, for sure, for sure. That's Charles Bishop <coughs> from The Pre-Game Show. Let's take a quick break, come back, finish the show. I know producer Mel's like, ah, damn. Yes, we got to finish the show off with picks, predictions, other games from the SWAT in week one, and then give our final analysis, final take on uh, FAMU Jackson State on Sunday. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment.
6: Let's get back to getting ticks instead of watching flicks. Before we can safely get out there, we need the facts on COVID 19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your crew.
7: Into these colleges, and we have to fund our kids in these colleges, and we have to make sure our kids have seats in these colleges. Now what about HBCUs? You, you mentioned absolutely. You've got to fund them all, and you've got to make sure they're properly funded. You know, the real reason why I went after uh, Comcast and Charter, it didn't, even have, it didn't have anything to do with my cable networks. It didn't. What happened was uh, a gentleman wanted to do the Black College Sports Network mm-hmm. in partnership with the HBCUs, mm-hmm. and Comcast did not accept it, and that would have made a lot of money. For these black colleges. Absolutely. And it would have educated, the Black College Sports Network, this is what he wanted to do, that would have educated a lot of black kids. And when they didn't do that, that's when I came off the bench and said, okay, I'm going to light you up like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Okay? That was the real reason why I got into it was when I saw what happened with the Black College Sports Network, which I don't own. I just knew. Why did you buy it? I just knew. I may. I just knew that these black. <laughs> I like that talk. Right? I knew that these black colleges were going to benefit and these black kids were going to get the education mm-hmm. that they deserved and not have to pay. And I,
6: If you think all pads
5: are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thin's Reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry. And locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak free and odor free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is
6: always like never before. Mango's Caribbean Restaurant, 180 Auburn Avenue, right next to Royal Peacock. In downtown Atlanta. For more info or directions, call 404 698 3992. Or log on to Mango'sCaribbeanRestaurant.com. For instant coupons, text MANGOS to 313131.
2: Tell your mama
4: hungry, papa hungry, hungry.
6: Mango's Caribbean Restaurant. Authentic Caribbean cuisine.
0: Core, open up the door. I my All right, welcome back to the ONG Strike Zone. Brian, Kelvin, Kofi. I uh, want to thank uh, Charles Bishop from the pregame show for joining us, giving us some of the perspective of uh, this contest. this Orange Blossom Classic from the Jackson State side of things. Something we like to try to do uh, on these shows, especially going in to games, try to try to you know get, get some thoughts, give Rattler Nation some thoughts from the other side um, to, to kind of hear what's going on over there. Uh, all right, so we got it's picks time. It's time for us. To go through some picks, we're going to go through SWAC picks before we get to the FAMU Jackson State uh, picks. Uh, so you guys in the chat rooms or wherever you're at, jump in here with us. We're going to start with the two Thursday night games involving SWAC teams. We've got Alabama AM and uh, traveling to UAB. Uh, that should be an interesting contest. Um, Alabama AM not far away from UAB. And then we've also got Mississippi Valley State, who was 4-6 and six a year ago, traveling to Tarleton State. Tarleton State, uh, new to the FCS, but uh, uh, had put up some good good uh, 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 record in Division Two, I believe is where they're coming from. So um, what do you got in those two games, Kelvin? Then I'll go to Kofi. I believe these
1: are tough match- matchups. Uh, I believe that the SWAT teams can make them competitive uh, than what what maybe the experts say. Uh, Alabama a and my concern is that they have so many new pieces. And to start off with an opponent like Alabama Birmingham, who was a bowl team, uh, if those new pieces perform, uh, this game could be a little bit interesting. Um, but I'm going with a, a UAB, and then I'm going with Tarleton. Uh, I think they're out of the state of Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, yeah. you know, they got players.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
2: to show me that they get score points.
0: <laughs> there you go.
2: Uh, so, I got sniped right when you were given the second game. I know the first one is Alabama A M and UA and uh, UAB. Um, yep. Mississippi as, as Valley with-
0: State at Tarleton State is the second game.
2: Um, you okay, so I'm gonna go. I want Alabama and them to perform well, but yeah, as Kelvin stated, it takes a little time. But uh, that was one of my dark horse picks for a possible upset. Um, and I, I stand by that. I don't think that Alabama and them is going to win the game, but I do think that they're going to definitely, uh, you'll definitely see a difference in, um, in their performance, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But uh, UAB should probably win that game by 21. Um, Same with Mississippi Valley. They have a lot of new pieces. And uh, they're always a really, really rugged and tough team. Um, But I'm going to say Tarlington. I would say Tarlington.
0: Okay. Both of those games are 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, CBS Network is carrying the A&M-UAB game. Uh, ESPN Plus has valley Tarleton State on Saturday. Bethune is traveling to, to take on the U on the ACC network. Do you give him a chance? I think the line is something like 30 something points, 35 points. Any chance Bethune covers? Yes, right, I, no. I, never, oh, you, yes, no. Bethune covers. Okay, so I got one no, one yes. All right, on the cover. That's interesting. All right. Um, that game is a 330 Eastern on ACC Grambling State uh the Hugh the Hugh Jackson era traveling to FBS but low level low low record Arkansas State that's a seven Eastern on ESPN three uh what's what's happening in Grambling State can they get a win on the road does the Hugh Jackson era start with a win Kofi
2: uh it's a very tough opponent to be tough season with. But if Gramlin can run the ball, they can do it. But if I'm betting my life on it, I'm going with Arkansas State.
0: Always go with betting your life. I love that. Kelvin.
2: I'm
1: going with Arkansas State reluctantly. Uh this is one of those games where I think if Gramlin play uh up to par, if they got if they got good quarterback play. I think they can pull this one out, but it's on a roll. First game, I got to go with August August Arkansas State until I see something different.
0: Okay, uh, Alabama State uh, off their MEAC Swag Challenge win over Howard. Now they take on in-state opponent Miles College. I don't know if you call him a rival or not, but Miles College nearly beat Bama State a year ago now different coaches on both sides of the ball for for these two programs i think it was a 14-13 game uh you saw bama state against howard miles is starting their season uh what do you say kelvin can bama state keep the winning ways or does miles find a way to pull the upset
1: bama state need to be careful i need to know that they can handle success this is a game they should win uh, and and the quarterback is a difference maker for the offense, so I expect them to even look better this game. So I'm going with uh Bama State, but they got have the right mindset. They got handle success. Kofi,
0: I saw you shaking your head. What would you say?
2: Bama State gonna beat Miles. They're not gonna let uh, Eddie Robinson <laughs> get fired right after the game. <laughs> Who's to? <Miles? laughs> Right, bro. Why we hiring Uh, you, dog? Go back to real estate. Go back to real estate. no, you better not lose. Uh, And if now, I will say this: if Ruffin was still the coach at Miles, oh yeah, that'd be yeah. My pick would be different, but the mere fact they got all that transition as well, Bama State has a game under their belt. They're gonna play better this week than they did last week, and um, yeah, they're gonna win.
0: Okay, now this is an interesting one. Uh, a SWAT team hosting, Alcorn State hosting Stephen F. Austin. Of course, we saw Stephen F. Austin get smoked by Jacksonville State last week. Uh, I personally, is one of my big picks. I got Alcorn State winning this contest at home. What do you think? How does this go, Kofi? Uh, Alcorn State get a win an F, for the SWAT versus an FCS PWI.
2: We need this win. That's my mama's school. So I'm going to go with the coin. I'm going with all corn. All right, go ahead. uh Don't let me down all corn because I sure didn't want to do it. But I'm. Mama went to that school. And if she watching, I want her to know that I picked her school. All right. There you go.
1: <laughs> so that, that ain't gonna mean that ain't gonna mean nothing on saturday right so, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a game that uh alcorn should have a chance to win um i don't i won't i don't take too much away from the, uh stephen f austin in terms of their loss to Jacksonville state they got rich rodriguez as a coach they beat florida state last year Jacksonville state is a very talented team they go in fbs for a reason um so right uh, you know, I, you know, the Alcorn State ain't Jacksonville State, so. Uh, but Alcorn State being at home should give them the opportunity, but until I see it, Steve Stephen F. Austin got a game under their belt. Alcorn got a lot of new pieces and new coaches. I'm going with uh Stephen F. Austin.
0: All right, Allcorn State got to win that one for the culture. That, that's one game Please. we got to get. Got to get this need. one for the culture. Got <laughs> we Please. need that one. Okay, okay. One of uh, of course uh, this is the other SWAC matchup. There's only two in week one. Prairie View, uh, Texas. Yes, Texas Southern is traveling to Prairie View A and M uh, in the annual Labor Day Classic. Uh, What's your thoughts on this one, Kelvin? Who you got, Texas Southern or Prairie View? I
1: I'm I, I'm 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 hedging on this one, right? Uh, okay. I'm gonna tell you what what a difference for me. If Andrew Body is who we say he is, he got to win uh-huh. this game. So I ain't okay. going with Texas Southern no more this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so, All
1: right. so I'm only pick, I'm only picking Texas Southern because of Andrew Body.
2: So I you he, go. he got to produce. Okay, Kofi. I love the body family, I love Andrew Body, but Prairie View is the defending SWAC west champs, and I'm gonna go with Prairie View until mm-hmm. uh, you know, they show that they are totally dysfunctional and everything. But I'm gonna go with Prairie View. That game wasn't all that close last year,
0: yeah, so, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. uh, I think in the preseason. Back around media day, I I was picking Texas Southern, and then uh, after uh, listening to Doc Dr. Caville the other day, I, I think I picked Prairie View because uh, I, I something that game is at Prairie View again, and uh, Prairie View Prairie View got has new has staff. A lot of, Prairie
1: yeah. View, new yeah. it's hero. not entirely
0: new. It's not at the I I that, was that there I on the staff. That. They got eight returners on offense, eight returners on defense. I'm telling you. Hey, it's man, not man, new I as it.
5: It. It's I not love new as it's not as new as
0: body I family.
2: Me. I love I love all of them.
0: And my boy needs uh, to play okay. well. I, I she's uh, Mrs. Body, <laughs> Mrs. Body said, No, Kofi, she's in there. She uh, thank you for joining <laughs> us. It's, if TSU been, been, wins, I will wear a TSU shirt. There you go. All right, we'll see. And then Kelvin will keep picking TSU, so a lot of incentives there for uh, TSU to win that ball game. All right, here we go, getting right into it here. FAMU, Jackson State game. I don't know, seven to six was the score a year ago. Game of the year, right off the bat, determined who won the swag, determined who went to the celebration bowl. Uh, celebration bowl, all we know what's at stake. Uh, factors to the game. Uh, we, we all know why we we all believe FAMU will win this game, but let's, let's, let's quickly talk about the reasons why, what we expect to see Kelvin go.
1: Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with FAMU. FAMU got a game under their belt. We're streaming talent. I heard Charles talk about all the guys that they have and so forth. and, And we've seen the clippings and so forth. Got a new coordinator uh you know i'm sure that they're confident first of all the game ain't going to be 7-6 it's going to be a high, a high scoring game I, I i think it's possible uh both teams might get 30 um when you add turnovers and and improved special teams play i hope Willie simmons does not kick to their return team i hope we kick the ball out of bounds <laughs> and uh, make them drive the field personally cuz that do scare me um and, and likewise but we're we're dangerous i Ain't no more talented than we are. Uh, hopefully we'll get our guys back. I think it'll be a competitive game. Um I will not be surprised. Here's, here's my 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 big big reveal. I will be not I would I not be surprised if one of the teams either team um end up winning by double digits because of turnovers. Mm. But I'm going fam you I'm going you wow. thirty to Twenty-four.
0: Okay, okay, Kofi. I'm going. Fam
2: you by ten. Fam you by ten. Uh any, I think uh, that. I, I think the difference is going to be that first, the first game stuff. I'm not saying I know they're going to. Jack State's going to come out with a ton of energy, but um, both coaches have been watching each other's uh, film the entire summer. Uh, obviously in terms of tendencies, play calls. They had an opportunity to watch us last week. Um, we're going into a situation where we're not exactly sure what kind of, what to expect from their offense unless we've watched uh, their offense coordinator call other games from other tapes. So, um, But uh, I believe that this is definitely going to be, especially family. I look for family to establish the run game, and I'm looking for this to be a family victory.
0: Um, you know, I thought back the last two times that uh Coach Simmons has played Jackson State, uh, they have gone down to the wire. Uh, all the
2: games in up- Jackson State go down to the darn wire, except for when we yeah. win, and when we win, it's not close. So, again, we don't win technically. If you just look back over the history of this series, that game is all ways close. It always comes down to the last possible seconds unless fam you wins the game. And I'm predicting fam you to win and I'm predicting fam you by 10.
0: Okay. Uh so w- what I was saying is uh it was the 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 late uh t- the 2018 game in Bragg uh where we had the uh the ball on like the 5 yard line. I don't want to talk about the
2: game. Please talk about something else. Get 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 another call. Talk about something else. I don't don't even bring that game up. I can't, I, I can't finish I can't finish my We already setup. know what happened. We know what happened. He, there he might be somebody up. who we doesn't
0: know. We don't want them tell to me. know. I don't want that energy. I don't need that energy
2: around. I don't want to talk about that game.
0: <laughs> hey, finish
1: finish finish, finish your thought, man. Yeah, Cuz me I'll
0: tell it I'll tell it <laughs> Then, see with that I'm going to wrap up the segment then. With, uh, with a uh, ah, score. You guys are predicting high numbers. I don't I don't know about all that. I'm going to go 24-17. 24-17. Final score, FAMU 24, Jackson State 17. <coughs> all right. Uh, we will all be at the Orange Blossom Classic. Uh, we will probably do a post-game show. Somehow, someway, we will do a post-game show uh, you know, somehow, some way. I, I don't know how, but we'll figure it out. And uh, so be prepared and look for us giving a live reaction regardless of the outcome. We'll we'll give it to you uh, live from the Hard Rock Stadium as Kelvin, Kofi, and myself will be in attendance. Uh, we hope to see all of you. We are hope, uh, quick prediction, plus or minus 50,000 people, over or under 50,000 people.
2: I'm not convinced that they have... Uh, engage the city the way that they could and should have just yet. great so finicky town. I'm gonna say this is gonna be around about the same that it was last year. It's gonna be under 50,000. It shouldn't oh, be, but it's going to be.
1: All right, I, I, I predict the same thing. Now, weather, if the weather is pretty good, we might get close, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna predict about 40.
0: All right, all right. 40. That will be okay. a win. Hopefully. That'll be huge. That'll be a win. Okay. All right. That'll we'll, be a win. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. So everyone, pay attention to that. I uh, want to encourage you again. Continue to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we'll continue to provide information as it comes out regarding what's going on uh, with the compliance. Already, I saw Coach Simmons had said that six or seven guys had already been cleared. So we're only down to about maybe 16 or 17 guys that right now are not eligible. I have not seen those names, so I don't know who of the six and seven are back yet. Maybe that'll come out tonight. Make sure you're following us on social media and you'll get that information. Uh, obviously, if you're not following us, I'm sure you're following somebody related to. but we'll tweet that out. Uh, again, Friday, emergency board of trustees meeting. Uh, That will be streamed live, so you can watch it on Zoom, but I suggest if you want to make your voice heard, you better send your emails tonight and tomorrow. Send your emails. Flood the inboxes of the Board of Trustees. Let them know how you truly feel about what is happening. Put that on their mind as they go into that meeting. Um, We'll find out more. We'll all watch it together. Don't expect much, so don't get all disappointed and up in your feelings. Let's be surprised. Well, I don't want to say that because, God, if I say that, we might have a new AD coming out of that meeting if we say let's be surprised. And uh, who knows? That would be a surprise. That would be the surprise of the day right there. Uh, So so we'll see. As uh, Kelvin and and Kofi get their uh, paddles and belts ready, uh, you guys, we want to appreciate you for watching, tuning in. Thanks to Charles Bishop again for joining us. Thanks to you for continuing to support our show, continuing to watch uh, what we do. Uh, you can always donate to the show. Go to our Twitter feed at ONG Strike Zone. Profile.
1: Don't move.
0: You bet not. Profile right at the top of the page. At the top of the page. The donation button, we'd appreciate you donating to the show. I told you Um, not to move. BCSN Pod Zone is where you can listen and download (coughs) podcasts of this show and others on the Black College Sports Network. We appreciate you watching. Thank you to producer Mel for hanging in there. We have got to go. Rattler Nation, let's make sure you go to South Florida. Be strong, strike hard, and let's go. Let's make sure, Rattler Nation, that we strike. Strike and strike again. Good night, everybody.